In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Get ready. It's time for Motherhood Talk Radio, live on Toganet.com. Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck, is the most powerful voice in women's issues today. As the owner of the Motherhood Company, Sandra brings you inspiring, influential, and interesting resources to help you navigate everything from childcare to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio features the powerful voices of Christy Hawley, Robin Boyd, Linda Franklin, Tracy Costin, Danny Kiernan, Susan Haid, Lisa Dietrich, Susan Fladdock Wilson, and our weekly correspondent, Doris Rivas Brecky. Together, these women bring you everything from the latest crafting tips to how to be sexy in your 40s, from great parenting tips to moms living with cancer, and most importantly, how to bounce back with style. Motherhood Talk Radio helps you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Being all you can be starts right here, right now. Let's do it. Here's your host, Sandra Beck. Hey, mamas. This is Sandra Beck, and I am here with Christy Holly on Motherhood Talk Radio with our weekly correspondent, Doris Rivas Brecky. I just love how that sounds. I do, too. I know, yeah. as opposed to a, yeah, that, yeah, the motherhood minute, the military mom minute. Oh, what the hell is it? I don't know. <laughs> so, weekly correspondent it is. That's very professional. It is very professional. And speaking of professional, I would like you... Well, don't look over here, but look around my <laughs> office today. But look at this part of my desk. I, I noticed that when I walked in that it was very clean and organized. I'm getting there. I mean, the command center to run my company, to run these radio shows, I'm working really hard this week and last week to actually get down to the bottom of my desk. Like, Which I can actually, did. I could clean it. Hasn't been done in at least a year, um, and that's, been really hard for me, and I've been getting rid of papers, getting rid of things, and giving things away, and, you know, books and boxes of stuff come to my office every week. I mean, between the radio shows and the guests we have and their materials, and it it just piles up, so I'm finding great places to donate everything and try what to... What are you donating? You should donate it to me. Oh, books? Yeah. Are you going to read them? I don't know. Depends on what they are. They're World War II history books? No, probably not. Didn't think so. Um, <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. But, you know, but if you notice, like, my files, everything's getting color coordinated. Yeah. Everything's... I love it. I'm telling you, I love it. Yeah. Looky, it looks good in here. Honest. Yeah, well, it took a long time, you know, because, one, I didn't have the money to get notebooks that were all uniform. I mean, notebooks are expensive. They're like 5 or $6 a notebook. Um, but recently, Staples had everything on clearance for like a dollar ninety nine. I went in there seriously with like three shopping carts. I was like the homeless person for <laughs> office supplies. Nice, and it was wonderful. I mean, it just. Um, but it's helping me get organized, and I think having my dad move in with me um, for at least these six months has made such a huge difference. I mean, walk around the house, everything works. I know, and he <laughs> totally did your your yard work. I noticed he did. He's out there now. Twenty six. 
bags of Poor yard waste <laughs> and still going. I know. But we have we have fixed five out of the six toilets. We've replaced the garbage disposal. We fixed the ice maker. Every single light in the house works. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Daddy. That's been wonderful. Um, and you know, and it was funny because as everything gets cleaner and I'm less stressed and I can get more work done, I make more money. Nice. And of course, when you make more money, what do you do right away? You spend more money. I did. I yes. did. Um, I went to Costco or to Sam's today, I think it was, and they had these little, like, um, they're almost like blankets, but they're vinyl on one side and then soft and squishy on the other side that you use, like, at beaches or in soccer games. Mm-hmm. They have a little pillow attached to them, and they roll, and they wear, like, a backpack. So each of the kids can wear them like a backpack. And oh, good. Then I got, like, this clamshell sunshade um, because I can't carry one of those big easy-ups that most everybody takes to soccer. Oh, one of those little half ones? It's a little half-moon one, and it was, like, $30, a nice one. You know, it's in my car, and it matches. It matches my chair. And it matches my um, little blankets that go on the ground because I got to tell you, I'm tired of using all the hand-me-down stuff. What, all the people giving you their old junk when they get new stuff? When they get new stuff or they move and they, you know, like recently two of my friends have moved and they got rid of like, they're like, oh, you know, can you use this, you know, a suitcase, can you use that? And the thing is I can always find a home for this stuff. Right. But I have been like the home for wayward items. I have like four coffee makers. I have, I don't know, six or seven coolers. And they're not like, (laughs) they're not like, Rolly coolers. You know, they're like, I had this old cooler in my garage. 1970s cooler that barely opens right. and it doesn't come off. Yep. And, you know, and it's all stained and, you know, just, yeah, exactly. It's got a chip out of the side. And they all have utility, so I can't just throw them in the trash. Um, but I think I'm just going to, like, take the seats out of my minivan, load up all this stuff, and take it to Goodwill. You should. That'll make you feel so much better. You know, because, you know, for being a single mom for the past five years and being strapped for cash, I I'm appreciative of all the things that people gave me and lent me, but everything is old. Everything's broken. It's all ugly. It, nothing matches. And, you know, when we had um, that woman over to my house this weekend for the 31 party, which was really fun, um, when I saw that rolling cooler, and I'm like, I have, seriously, it was probably made in the 80s. It's got a rip in the side, and it's navy blue, you know, because some man picked it out with navy blue. Yes. And I picked out the, like, Cool circus print, totally fun, silly, because I was like, I just want to have something that I enjoy. Then that's perfect. You, you need know? to have something that you like and that you I, picked out. Right, that I haul the soccer, that I haul the baseball, and now we have some shade so I don't have to sit there, you know, frying like a lobster <laughs> in the sun. And Because um, that's the one thing I do hate about going to soccer every week. I love watching the kids play. I love the social aspect of it. But when it's 100 degrees and you're just uh-huh. sitting in that chair baking or it's windy and you're freezing or raining, or raining and then I try to poach under somebody's <laughs> tent, but there's like 50 other parents under there. <laughs> Get out. Single mom coming through, can't afford a tent. <laughs> Priority seating right here. <laughs> so I was really excited to get the, um, I got a cooler, my own rolling cooler Yay. this week. And Good. then I got two, these rolly blankets that you put on the ground that are, you know, waterproof on one side, soft on the other side, and they're like polka dots, like blue polka dots. And then I got a blue tent, and I'm thrilled. Good. Good you for know, you. I'm as thrilled as if a man got a leaf blower. Woo! <laughs> 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 you know. But I don't know if you get that way. It's like stuff, and stuff gets worn and tired. I well, thought, I, yes, I, we have some of the oldest things, 
airs. Like, my Lord, can we just, you know, come up with a few dollars to get some new chairs? <laughs> it's like they're ripped. we got to repair the ribs. You know what? No. <laughs> I don't want to be a dumpy family. I want to have stuff that works. It's functional. Functional. And it looks decent. Yeah. You know, it's like right now, it's like half of our luggage, you know, <laughs> it's like we have one set of luggage for all five of us. And so, you know, <laughs> there's all the mismatch bags, you know, I mean, it's, it's, I want I want all of us to have our own luggage. Yeah. But, yep. you know, that's one thing, or nice bags that at least match that are not just mishmash mosh. It is. Well, that's, you know, because, you know, me, me and the kids travel, or kids and I, sorry. <laughs> me and the kids. Me and the kids. The kids and I travel a lot. We have to travel everywhere if we want to see a family member. And so I invested, and I call it an investment because L.L. Bean, we're just going to give them a shameless plug because their products are so good. Um, that red luggage, you know, when we go on vacation, yeah. we have three different sizes, duffel bags, and every kid's name, and my kid, my name, and then the backpack's monogrammed, and when we get off the airplane, I just look for red. I need, you know, if there's, when we go back east for a couple of weeks, if there's two duffel bags for Max, two for Zach, two for Mom, three red backpacks, and then three red carry-ons, and I'll tell you, it's so easy, because I just count. I need six duffel bags, three backpacks, and three carry-ons, and they're all red, they're all monogrammed, and that stuff will outlast me. Yeah, that's you know, good. I'll be dead in the ground. You love L.L. Bean. <laughs> I do. The downside of their stuff, though, is like we're on year three of Max's backpack because they make them so good. And he's like, but, Mom, I need a new backpack. And I'm like, that one still works. <laughs> <laughs> it's clean. It has utility. <laughs> and I've become everything I hate with those coolers in the garage because yeah. they're clean and have utility. <laughs> you know, he's like, hello. I know. Let me just get one of those $7 ones from Walmart, please. I know. I just shot myself in the foot on the Yeah, air. you did. That's oh. okay. <laughs> so, Doris, what do you got for us today? Well, I have an a interesting report on sleeping pills. And I know we're all kind of familiar with those, or maybe some of us I know I am. So anyway, uh, this particular report I heard on ABC World News, and I had to bring it up because it just shook me to my core when I heard it. And I thought, okay, we've got to you know, share this with the listeners. So anyway, um, did you guys know that 10% of all Americans took at least one sleeping pill last year? I did. I know I did. <laughs> I, I took more than one for can. sure. Yeah, <laughs> def- definitely. But, yeah, so anyway, uh, this report was talking about the fact that sleeping pills can actually make you more likely to die earlier, four times more likely. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You know, because, I mean, I've taken them once in a while. So I think I think we're going to be going to a commercial break pretty soon, but... Um, I want to share more of this uh, when we come back, but uh, did you know that 50 to 70 million people suffer from insomnia? I I believe it. I mean, anybody, especially in this market, I mean, nobody's sleeping. They don't have any money. They wait, go to sleep at night and go, oh, my God, at 2 o'clock in the morning, I have to pay my bills. Exactly. have the money. Exactly. Yeah, so anyway, I just thought this report was really uh, important because people need to know that sleeping pills are not the answer, and um, uh, it's just a good thing to know that they're there for you, but 
they cause problems, too. So maybe we can talk about it more when we come back. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio along with Christy Holly. We got some shameless plugs today for what was it, 31 bags, LL Beans, Sam's Pub, Costco, what and Walmart. I said Walmart. Oh, Walmart. Three oh. times. Three times. Walmart, 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 Walmart. So if you say Walmart three times, you click your heels, you go to Walmart. I wish. <laughs> I do. Maybe on gas. Oh my God, at 4.15 a gallon or 4.25 a gallon. 4.27 down the street. Oh yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. All right, girls, well, we got to go to commercial break. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio along with Christy Holly and our weekly correspondent, nice. Doris Rivas Brecky. Um, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk with Doris a little bit more about sleeping pills, and then we're going to welcome Susan Sladek-Wilson, the owner of Beadphoria. She's going to talk to us about the Bead and Button Show that happened just recently and some creative things. We haven't had her on in a while, and I'm feeling much more creative since she's been on in the past because of her creative tutelage. Here. Cheers. Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. Got my dreams, got my life, got my love. Got my friends, got the sunshine above. Why am I making this hard? It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism. The historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years? How can we hold on to what we hold dear? And the spiritual, treasuring important values. Honoring the past and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. Want to be challenged in a powerful way to leap beyond what you think is possible? Then join us Mondays for the Leah Jansen Show. Every Monday at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com with Leah Jansen. Listen live as life coach Leah uses her coaching skills to give you the tools you need to take action and create momentum. You are encouraged to call in and share your greatest fears, challenges, and obstacles. And then listen as Leah obliterates those barriers to success. For more on Leah and the show, check out her website, leahjansen.com. That's Leah, L-E-A-H, J-A-N-T-Z-E-N.com. Spend one hour with Leah, and you'll be captivated by her energy, enthusiasm, and magnetism. You'll quickly become addicted to her positive attitude and make-it-happen mentality. Ready for a life-changing, mood-altering show? Then get ready for Leah Jansen. And listen live to The Leah Jansen Show every Monday morning at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. 
Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Hey, Mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Christy Holly and our weekly correspondent, Doris Rivas Brecky. Uh, we were talking before we went to break about the use of sleeping pills and how you have a higher incidence of dying early with the use of sleeping pills, and it's not clear whether it's because... Is it the dosage is wrong, or if just people are over-abusing them? What is it? I don't know, and I was also thinking, like, it <clears throat> could be also a lifestyle. You know, if you have a really stressed-out lifestyle, like I do... Like you, Michael Jackson did? Okay, well, maybe he didn't, but I do. <laughs> I do. Like, you know, I think of all these single moms like me that, you know, work their ass off all day, and then they take care of their kids at night, and a lot of times there's no break, and you have to go to sleep, and it's like I can't afford to, you know, hem and haw until 2 o'clock in the morning when I have to get up at 6. Right. So I will at times, you know, sometimes I take Benadryl because that makes me fall asleep, even though you wake up like... Right. <laughs> but, um, you know, but it's not clear in these studies, Doris, if the reason is the lifestyle of the people taking it might be already enough to give them a heart attack at 50. But um, yeah. we do know from these studies that people, it's the correspondence, Doris, but you can explain it better than I can. Well, and that you brought up a really good point because some of the doctors that looked at this study they were questioning, just like what uh, uh, Christy was just saying about, you know, is it the dosage or, you know, what. But there's a lot of factors. And so the bottom line is that, uh, like Dr. Besser says, who's the big uh, doctor on ABC World News, he says, first of all, you have to recognize that insomnia, insomnia is not a disease. It's a symptom of underlying problems. So you have to take into effect everything that is involved in each individual's situation. And and like Dr. Besser says, the big thing is you have to ask yourself why you can't sleep. That's the big question. And uh, so there are a lot of mitigating factors. There's no not one thing. It's not just dosage. Maybe it could be dosage. It's all different for everybody. But what I thought was interesting was what this, and then I'll finish, what this Dr. Uh, Lee Green said of University of Mich- Michigan says, that we all tend to think that sleeping pills once in a while is harmless. I know that's the way I think. But as he said, there is no such thing as a medication that is free of risk. And to me, that was the big point on this. If nothing else, think in those terms. Why are you taking the medication? Why can't, can you not sleep? And just be aware. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. It gives us good things to think about. Now yes. I'll, like, I'll become more anxious at night when I take a be like, oh, my God, I just shaved four years off my life. <laughs> so all, every single medication comes with risks. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I mean, if I you read all of them, like, yes. <laughs> vomit, diarrhea, death. <laughs> I mean, it's like, oh, okay, blood clot. I mean, you just, right. it goes on and on and on. Well, and those commercials, I'm sorry, but they crack me up because they show, like, some <laughs> old too. person riding a bike going, look at me, I'm carefree. And meanwhile, if you listen to it, or even better, if you shut the sound <laughs> off, put on the closed captioning, because my dad, when he doesn't wear his hearing aid, he can't hear, so we put the closed captioning on for him. Those, I mean, they are a rib tickler every 30 <laughs> seconds, right? Because you see these happy seniors, and you see death dismemberment, you know, you can lose an arm, <laughs> kidney failure, you know, you ah. see all this stuff under the... 
you have to watch them. You have to watch these commercials with only the words on them because they're hilarious. Yeah, cool. <laughs> well, they are to me, so I have a weird sense of humor. But so do you. You I think, laugh. Funny. <laughs> I think it's funny. Too. They say it so fast. They do. Try to get all that in. Uh, but good job, Doris. Good job Thank this you. week on giving Thank us you. something to think about. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, so we have with us Susan Sladek Wilson. She is the 2011 Craft and Hobby Designer Press Kit Award winner. Wow. She recently went to the Craft and Hobby Association uh, convention here in Los Angeles. Not the beaten button. I got it wrong. Uh, what a shock! Um, I'm just notorious for getting names wrong and companies wrong and giving people just websites that don't exist. Uh, part of my charm. That's why you listen to Motherhood Talk Radio. That's right. <laughs> Get the information wrong and. And off you go. But don't take your sleeping pills because you'll die young. Um, all right. So, Suzanne, welcome to the show. Hey, Sandra. How are you? I am great. I am great. I'm so sorry I didn't get to see you when you were out here. Um, it's just the status of my days these days. But you are not only a Craft and Hobby Association winner from last year, but you are an attendee from this year. And you got to tell us all the cool things that you saw. Well, this year was an exciting year because not only was I able to attend, but I was also a member of the trends panel. So I worked with several other ladies like uh, noted designers like Laura Bray, Eileen Hall, Vicki O'Dell, Carol Hepner, Beth Watson, and Melanie Bradley to develop what the new and upcoming trends were going to be in the craft industry. So you guys are developing Ooh. the trends, or are you following the trends? Uh, we're reporting on the trends. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so like, Ooh, trends are, are you going to let us in on what the trends are going to be so we could, like, like stock up ahead of time? Yeah. <laughs> well, definitely. I mean, some of the things that are trends across the board that a lot of us follow is Pantone. Pantone is a color company, and every year they come out with the color of the year. And usually when you find out what the color of the year is, you will start to notice it everywhere. And this year is Tangerine Tango. That's wow. the color of so, the year. Now, ta- Tangerine is not going to be the new pink, is it? Because, you know, pink's been really hot for a while. No, but, you know, you'll notice that uh, the pink and the Tangerine Tango, they're both the strong, bold colors. And that's really what Pantone is leading towards, is having these stronger, bolder colors. Oh, right. I'm all for that. I Me love, too. I love strong. I'm going to have to Google, what is it, tangerine, tango, pantene? Pantone. Pantone. Right, yeah. right, Pantone, like those little swatch card thingies, right, Pantone exactly. colors? Exactly, exactly. We use those in the building of websites. Look at you. Yep, exactly, and they're, they are the color experts. So Tangerine, much- tango. Okay, we're yep. going to look up tangerine, tango right now. Uh, and we have a true-to-color screen here at Motherhood Incorporated, only the finest for whatever, $273. Um, <laughs> nice. Okay, there it is. So it's kind of a, it's not really an orange. It's not really, it's a kind of a murky. No, actually, Tangerine Tango is is really bright. Yes, yes. Bright, want- solid, clear color. Yes, and what they're trying to do is, with the consumers is to bring a feel of happiness, to give them some sense of positive, uplifting with how the economy has been. 
Love that. Love that. Because it's a, you know, most times when you put orange into jewelry or orange into shoes or furniture, it looks bad. But this is almost like the orange that you find in a California poppy, like a a really bright, deep, rich um, poppy color orange. Well, and it's funny you say poppy because that's really what they're going for is pops of color. It's not necessarily like a uh, being overwhelmed by it or making things clash. It's more like black and whites and then a pop of color. Well, you know, and that's so fun because for a while there, everything was in the tans and the sands family. And, you know, and I really like that for a beach house. You know, when I go out to Malibu or Santa Barbara, I really appreciate these beach houses that have, like, sea foam, sea glass, you know, sand, tan, and white colors. It looks really looks really great. Right. But it gets boring after a while. And, um, you know, to have something tangerine, I'm not saying yeah. Oompa Loompa Orange, <laughs> you know, tangerine, um, it's going to be really fun because I can see, and, you know, you can can talk more about this, Suzanne. Um, what I noticed is when pink became very popular, I'm talking about shrieking, shrock, you know, hooker pink, um, <laughs> Christy's wearing some right now. <laughs> I have stuff all over my office, you know, pink notebooks, pink things like that. It's so much fun because it makes you smile and it proliferates. We see it start like maybe, and I don't know where it starts, whether it's in the clothing community or the crafting community, and then it migrates to, like, office supplies, to, you know, shoes, to, you know, kids' lunch bags. I mean, we just see that color go wild. Right, definitely, and what's been interesting is, and you're exactly right, Sandra, it starts out in the fashion community, and then it spreads out to everywhere else, whether it be crafting or home decor, and since uh, crafts and hobbies now are crossing over into more of the home decor and fashion lines, you're going to see more of that melding. And where it used to be that it would take a season or two for the other industries to catch up to fashion, now because of the Internet and the way that things are produced so much faster, that you will see that those two, the crafts and the interior design, catch up swiftly with the fashion industry. Well, and I see that in, like, durable leather goods, too, and not just purses, like, you know, Kindle covers, iPad covers, you know. We're starting to see a whole bunch of this stuff that used to be just in really, like, you know, browns, black. Well, even the computers. Oh, like, I know, the you know, shells, the pop yeah, you that can you can put on there. change them. I yeah, love that. I love that. So you wouldn't put stickers all over yours like I did? Well, if I had one, I would. No. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, the thing is, is like you said, people want now to see some brightness. They're kind of sick of the old colors. And by bringing in some pop and something interesting, it makes it more fun. And, and don't we all need some more fun right now? Absolutely. No more navy blue Ugh. rolling coolers or burgundy rolling coolers. I got a white one with all different pops of color of pink and yellow and orange and greens and, you know, just really, really lots of fun. And I know, even though it'll probably get dirty and I'll get mad um, because it's basically a white cooler. Who wants a white cooler with floral designs? But at the soccer field. At the soccer field. In the rain. mud. In the rain. But... 
I will enjoy it, and it will make me smile because I'm so sick of, you know, just the whole trend of everything looking uniform, everything in, you know, neutral colors. It's time to break out and, and have some fun with our accessories. I mean, we did it in the 70s. And those colors do make you happy. When you said tango tangerine, <laughs> I was like, yeah, that makes yeah. me happy just saying it. Does it? And I think I'll look good in that color, too. I think you will, Oh, you'll too. rock it. I know With you will. With a tan. With a tan. tan. <laughs> All right, girls, i got to take us to commercial break. Uh, my name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio, along with Christy Holly and our weekly correspondent, Doris Rivas Brecky. Our guest today is Susan Sladek wilson We're talking about color and creativity and the Craft and Hobby Association. So come back after the break for more great tips about what the trends are going to be for 2012. After these messages, you gotta be bad, you gotta be bold, you gotta be wiser, you gotta be hard, you gotta be tough, you gotta be stronger, you gotta be cool, you gotta be calm, you gotta stay together. All I know, all I know, love will save the day. Get ready for Officer Radio every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern only on Officer.com. It's powered by the worldwide resources of Officer.com and hosted by Editor-in-Chief of Officer.com and 30-year law enforcement veteran Frank Borelli. Officer.com is your source for the latest news, trends, and issues facing the law enforcement community, which change almost daily. New regulations, new things to know about that affect all in law enforcement. Join us each week as Officer Borelli and his guests examine, dissect, and discuss the issues facing our industry. Call in live and join the conversation to get your voice heard. For more law enforcement news and more about the show, go to officer.com. You can even find us on Facebook and Twitter. Then join us live every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Eastern, only on officer.com. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. As your day unfolds, challenge what the future holds. Trying to keep your head up to the sky. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Hey, 
Mamas. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Doris Rivas Brecky and Christy Holly. And our guest today is Susan Sladek Wilson. For those of you who have missed the first half of the show, we've been talking about the Craft and Hobby Association Press Kit winner, Suzanne Sladek Wilson. 2011. We need her to wear a banner and walk around her kitchen. Um, and then we talked about the cool color. The color, the trend to watch is Tangerine Tango. For those of you that want to go and Google Tangerine Tango and look at Pantone, which is the color family set of codes that we use as web designers. And Suzanne, you use them in your jewelry designs and your artwork. Right. Um, what else? So you were on this panel of people talking about the trends, and you identified that tangerine tango was going to be the color to watch this year. Right. And, and the other thing that's an interesting trend also within jewelry making and also seem to be spreading into other areas is that metals are becoming more colored. Like rather than just seeing silver and gold, you'll see metallic blue and metallic red. And it's another way to get pops of color in places where you don't expect it. Now, do you think that this has to do with a reflection of the economy? You know, people are tired of, of suffering and, you know, color color therapy and all that. You know, color is such a mood lifter. Right. Um, do you think it's a reflection of that or people just, you know, or is it just the cycling of trends? Because, you know, in the 70s, everything was really colorful. Right. I think it has to do with the economy. I think people are really looking for ways to become uplifted. And also, in this economy of feeling like we've seen it all before, we're looking for something to catch our eye. And what's going to catch your eye more than a pop of color? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, and it makes me feel better. I know when I get into my office and, and, you know, it was when I left corporate America and I was so sick of, you know, the company I left was corporate blue and white. Everything was blue and white, blue and white, blue and white. I had enough of blue and white. And, you know, I go to the army jobs and everything's, you know, green and khaki and red, white, and blue, not to be, you know, disingenuous to our country, but <laughs> right, nothing was pink. You know, nothing was pink. There's nothing out there. And so when I adopted the corporate color of pink and, you know, ordered pink stationery, pink business cards. I cannot tell you how many people chuckle. And, you know, and I have this one client who I can't name, but I think he has mafia ties in New York City. And he would always say, Stan, I can't believe you sent me this thing on pink paper. I'm going to look like a, and, you know, put your own term in there. Um, But it was very funny because he said he would always know when my bill would come in because at that point in those days I actually billed through the mail, you know, traditional invoicing. Um, But he would get a pink envelope. A bright hot pink, you know, not <laughs> right. not missing that one with you know pink return address sticker and a big flower on it, and he would open it up and but they would everybody would laugh, everybody would smile, and it's really hard to not smile when something's colorful, right? And to get happy, mm-hmm. right? And you know, in 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 the happiness, there's that comfort, and that's another thing that's been a trend is things that are are comfort. You'll see a lot of knitting has been coming back and the crocheting. You'll see a lot of, they're calling them your grandmother's crafts, seem to be making a trend back, like, you know, things like sewing and fabrics, things, but with a more modern twist and more modern edge to them, but they're things that would make you feel comforted. Hmm, that's interesting. So with the fabrics, Reflect like the you like knitting colors. All that would reflect the same tangerine. We'll start seeing tangerine come out really in knitting fabrics, and I guess why not? Right, exactly. And that's the thing is, is that a, a lot of the 
traditional crafts are now looking to branch out in non-traditional ways. They're looking to get, catch people's eyes, too. And also they know that their consumers are looking towards the trend, so they need to be providing those things to their customers, whether it's paint or yarn or gemstones. Those all have to be available for them to stay current in the market. So, you, so are we going to see some tangerine-based uh, stuff coming out of your designs? Uh, you know, actually, there is one that has some orange tones and some tangerine tones that's going to be in my Simple Beginnings beading book. So, Now, let's talk about that for a minute. You have, since we've had you on the air, you have published two books. Well, one, one is on stands now and one is in, in process, right? Correct. Correct. So why don't you talk to us a little bit about those books? How was it to make your first book? Oh, it was so exciting and so just a wonderful experience. Uh, Fox Chapel Publishing, which has bought Design Originals, uh, has published the book for me. It's a great book, and it's going to be – it's already available for pre-order on Amazon and should be hitting store shelves at all the major craft stores and also the major bookstores anytime now. So they'll yeah. be in Michaels, they'll be in Joann's, and, the, and then in also the major bookseller, the book chains like Barnes & Noble. And and I, I've seen it, the pre-order on Amazon. Right, right. Yeah, we're excited. The books have already hit the warehouse of the publisher and are on their trucks on their way out. So, yeah, so great. Exciting. We're really proud of you, Susan. Yeah, I mean, thank you. You know, when you talk about Motherhood Talk Radio, here's an example of a mom, you know, with a son. That, you know, how old is Craig now? <laughs> It's hard to admit, but at the end of March, he'll be 13. What? 13. Okay. Yeah. But you've been working on this a long time. This didn't happen overnight. I know you and I have been, been, well, we've been friends a long time, but we've been working together, I don't know, four or five years. It, it didn't come overnight, your success. No, no. It's, it's something that I had a real passion for making jewelry, and I knew, how, speaking of comfort and feeling good, I knew the feeling that I got when I finished a piece and I got to wear it, and somebody noticed it on me, and, and I'd say, well, I made it, and I was so proud. And I said, I have to be able to share this with other women and, and let them know what it's like. And it started by teaching classes, and from teaching classes, it went to publishing articles in magazines and being a contributor to a couple of books. And then by absolute, um, not my power, that's for sure, the uh, book contract came together. And we are just so delighted to have my own publication come out. It is. It's been a long road. You've worked really hard. You deserve every success um, that's been coming to you. And there's more going to be coming down the road because you have another book coming out. What's the second book? Um, there's one coming out, you know, in the next couple months, you know, that will hit the stands. But you're in process with book number two with the same publishing company. That's right. We're going to be following along on the Simple Beginnings theme, and that's going to be Simple Beginnings Soldering. Ooh. And there's no other books on the market that I really know of that deal with the art form of soldering and the making of jewelry. Right. The the soldering could be taken two different ways, and the form that I'm using is the copper foil soldering, which means you use a soldering iron instead of using an open flame. Yeah, I don't think I'd do really good with an open flame. I'd probably (laughs) lose my eyebrows or my bangs at the very least. (laughs) Well, and... Oh, 
please. I, I still, I've tried open flame four times and, and I still can't seem to grasp it. But when I learned how to melt metal with a soldering iron and realized how quick and easy you can create something, I was just floored and I was immediately hooked. And again, it was one of those situations like I felt about the beading book and said, I have to let people know how quick and easy and how everyone really can do this. I know. I think I've only ever soldered a circuit board. <laughs> I can say I ever saw. But you, know, you could make jewelry out of computer parts because they're actually quite pretty. The insides of computers. Oh, definitely. And again, green is sparkly. You should do that. I don't think there's a market for that yet. Christy, don't get her started. Into my USB port. See, and it's functional. It is. Well, Functional wearable no. art. Nice. Yeah, well, and it's so funny because there are, I've seen pieces of jewelry that actually, if you didn't know and you, and until you pull them apart, that they actually are USB ports. I believe it. They are pretty. I mean, whenever I have to open up a computer tower, and I know, stop pointing at me. Trendsetter. Trendsetter. <laughs> I'm always amazed at how pretty things look in there because they are soldered with all these little dots and, you know, there's little wires and they're just, it's just pretty. And you open up and you stick the flashlight in and I'm like, ooh, you know, of course you see a burned up part. That's different. But, <laughs> but even those are kind of cool because they melt in all these funky shapes. And it reminds me of those. You know, lightning bolts that hit the beach and make those glass things. Yeah, right. And, exactly. um, yeah, I guess there's art in and almost everything. Would you say, Suzanne? Oh, definitely. And just like you were saying, it's it's the exact same technique with doing the soldering board. You know, if you're doing a soldering board that way, it's it's very simple. It's a similar technique to doing stained glass. So this is something that's been done for you know, hundreds of years, and it's so simple and so easy when people realize there really is no big trick to it and that uh, in 20 minutes you can make a custom-made pendant. Wow. That Have you ever set anything on fire? Not yet. Oh, so. there's always <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and that's the thing is, is that people think, oh, you know, soldering irons are so dangerous. And actually, if you've ever handled a curling iron or a glue gun, you could handle a soldering iron. It really, no, I always thought they, you know, because I remember when I was a little girl, my dad had a soldering iron. He did a lot of work on stuff, and, you know, he's always like, don't touch that. You know, you burn your hand. Don't touch that. But then when you're like, wow, yeah, I guess it is kind of like a curling iron or a, or a, what else did you say? Or like a hot glue gun. Or a hot glue gun. Hot yeah. glue guns, i got to tell you, not really good with that. End up burning my hand, getting glue all over. <laughs> I do. I push that glue stick in and out the front, and then it's all over my hand, and then I touch my hair, and there's strings everywhere. There's a reason why I don't craft. <laughs> well, there's a reason why I stick to heat. You know, really, you know, and that's the thing is that, I mean, when you're using your curling iron, you use common sense. When you, you know, do certain, when you handle things that are hot, you know not to touch them. I mean, as long as you use common sense and caution, you're going to be fine. Okay, good to know. All right, well, I'm going to take us to commercial break. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood. Motherhood. Yes, Motherhood <laughs> Talk Radio. Shameless plug for Military Mom Talk Radio, Mondays at 2 p.m. on TogiNet. Um, I'd like you guys to check us out on iTunes under MotherhoodTalkRadio.com. Thank you, Christy. Keep okay. laughing at me over there. Sorry. Can't make it. another mistake. I'm laughing, um, too. 
I'd also like you guys to go and like us on Facebook and uh, like us on um, Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. And what is it? There's a way to do it. There's like follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and, oh, connect with us on LinkedIn. You know, we have to use all those smart terminology. And don't um, forget to, to pin on Pinterest. Well, that's true. That's true. That's a really big one. Um, so when we come back from the break, we're going to talk a little bit more with Suzanne Sladek-Wilson and the Craft and Hobby Association, the things that she saw there that were cool and neat, and we can look forward to seeing them in our stores. Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. I am beautiful no matter what they say. Words can bring me down. I am beautiful in every single way. Yes, Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. People have the means to live, but no meaning to live for. These are the words of Dr. Victor Frankel, the inspiration for the movie Victor and I. That's V-I-K-T-O-R and I, movie.com. And TalkSense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with host Mary Similuka and frequent contributor Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. More and more people today are discarding their quest for money, possessions, and things, and are instead beginning a serious quest to find meaning in life. Until now, these discussions were historically in the hands of priests, ministers, and scribes, then to philosophers, psychiatrists, and psychologists. Now, these deep discussions are where they should be, in the hands of individuals, on the air, with you. Talk Sense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with your host, Mary Similuka, and frequent contributor, Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central, on toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Hey, Mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and we're live here at Motherhood Talk Radio along with Christy Holly, Susan Sladek wilson and Doris Rivas-Brecky. We just need some people with a few more names. <laughs> <laughs> I have the count to test the Uberville and just go on there from there. Um, 
So, Suzanne, you were at the Crafts and Hobby Association uh, Expo in Los Angeles in January, the week of my birthday. Mm-mm. We were making vision boards when Suzanne was down doing her thing. Yeah. Um, what are some cool things that you saw while you were there? Well, there was a few cool things. One is that there was a thread company that had made a Mona Lisa that didn't look like a Mona Lisa, but when you it looked upside down and it looked just like a bunch of spools, but when you looked through a glass marble, it would actually look like the Mona Lisa. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Um, Vanna White was there with her brand of uh, yarn. She was there promoting that, and she actually had a fashion show with several of her different yarns uh, featured in the designs. Oh, that's so cool. And she's so nice. I've known her um, on and off over the years for probably 15 years, and she is just as nice in person as she is uh, with all the stuff that she does. Oh, definitely. And it, it was interesting to see some of the people that were there. Like Tori Spelling was there. She's got a new jewelry line that she's doing. Wow. So what other celebs were in attendance? Um, I believe that uh, there was a few other place, people. Uh, Mark Montano, who used to have a television show, interior design show, he's got these great new books. There's the uh, big... <clears throat> Book of Crafts, big ass book of crafts. Um, <laughs> that uh, books volumes one and two. Those were neat to see. There was a lot of different people, uh, you know, having things that were cross. You know, where you would like have a product, and they would have a QR code, and it would lead you to how to do something like a project or a video with that product. So that Ooh, was that's kind of cool. Neat. Now, explain to our listeners what a QR code is for those of us who are not tech savvy. Oh, and I just learned what a QR code was a few years ago, and that's actually how I won my Designer Press Kit Award. A QR code is something that you've probably seen popping up in magazines and even on television now. They're a little square, and they have, like, black and white squares inside of it. And when you take your phone and your smartphone, and it has an app on it to read the QR code. When you take your cameras on your phone and, like, kind of center it onto the QR code, it'll take you to a website or to a video or give you more information about that particular product. So you need a smartphone to use a QR code. Yes. Yes. Hmm. What do you so, think, Christy? Well, I have a smartphone. <laughs> like, I, that sounds awesome. Yeah, you know. it's a great way to find out more about a product that maybe you're interested in but aren't sure about. It gives you more information than they can put on the package. That's really cool. That's really cool. I mean, it's so high-tech, and it allows immediate transfer of information um, just using a little, um, a little looks like a little black and white barcode, only it's square and kind of funky looking. And that's recognized by your optical device reader in your phone and then leads you right to an IP address that sends you right to a different or a website address. Um, and you bring that up on your phone. It's very, very fast. Like, it's very you high save tech. it for later and look at it later, or do you sure. have to, like, look at it? Yeah. Well, you can use a something. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, it doesn't only have to bring up a website. It can also bring up contact information and then go immediately into your contacts in your phone. 
That's true. That's true. There's lots of cool things you can do. And Suzanne, you made actually a design with a QR code that was our award-winning design for 2011. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yes. What it was is it was a necklace that was featured Swarovski crystals and also had crinkle wire from Beetleon. And it had a pendant that had a QR code. And it then led you to my website to give you more information or more press about me. So, therefore, it was a virtual press kit. Wow. Oh, yes. Wow. Amazing. And what's neat is it's good for the environment, too, because that way it wasn't a bunch of papers that ended up having to be recycled or something that somebody had to haul home and would add weight to their luggage. They just kept it in their phone. Yeah, that's pretty cool. We think so, that's awesome. We yeah. Think that's awesome. And that's so, what, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, um, it, it's neat to see how much technology and crafting are really crossing over into one another. Well, absolutely. I see it. I see it in scrapbooking. You know, it's like for the life of me, I can't sit there and cut and paste and glue. St- you know, I glue my fingers together. Um, <laughs> but uh, I can sit there on a computer and make these gorgeous books. You know, that are professionally printed through like Shutterfly or mm-hmm. some of the other print books out there, and they look really great. I mean, I look like a rock star with this stuff. And I just need to, you know, pick a background, you know, glue it down on the computer, <laughs> and then you know, let the automatic edge finder cut and trim. You know, I don't have to sit there with no motor control going, oh, my God, I cut my own head off. (laughs) (laughs) Where's my negative? (laughs) Where's my negative? I got to get this thing pre-printed. Now, the handmade stuff looks better. You know, it's more lovingly created. You know, mine's a little, you know, flat high tech. But but I like it just the same. I like them both. I no, do. definitely, I and that's actually called digital scrapbooking. And oh, is that really, what it's called? Yes, it's called digital scrapbooking, and it is just there's just as much love and just as much creativity that's put into it. There are people who are afraid of computers that would never be able to do what you do, but they could do the stuff by hand. And either way, what you're doing is showing love to your family, and that's what's really important. And you are creative. Well, you know, I'm creative in certain ways. But I always think of creative of people who, like, knit and paste and cut things up and wrap things nicely. And, you know, I just don't have any patience for that. And uh, I appreciate it, though, when they do. I mean, I really do appreciate uh, people who are experts in the domestic arts and people who are experts in the crafting industry. And, Suzanne, you've helped me a lot with identifying, you know, the broad spectrum of creativity, because I really thought creativity was just, you know, really, you know, given to artists, to poets, to people. I never really thought of being a creative artist on the Internet. And then when I look at this stuff, and I go, wow, that's pretty darn good. <laughs> and uh, I must be a creative artist, too. But that was a recognition that I didn't come to, because I didn't think of, you know, computer isn't crafting. It's my job. Right. You know, so if I create something through my job... To me, that's not creative, but then I realize, you know, it kind of is sometimes. Oh, and that's sometimes all the time. And because you have to be original in the way that you do the web designs because you have to make them stand out. You have to find ways, creative ways to not only please the client, but you also have to be able to get their message across. And that takes a lot of creativity. 
Yeah, so does keeping the client for long. <laughs> What's my creative excuse today for why you get your work done? Well, um, and it's it's a great way. Digital scrapbooking, there's nothing wrong with it. And, you know, went, along with the scrapbooking, the one thing that I found really interesting that um, – when you're talking about paper is that Westcott, which is a scissors maker, had this new cutting device that uh, looks like a mouse, speaking of crossing over with technology, and it looks like a computer mouse, and you run it over across the paper, and you get an absolute straight line every time. Wow. <laughs> Would you cut through, like, five layers of paper? Like, would I slice up my emails I just printed out, or is it really only one layer thick? It's, you can probably do um, a couple sheets of thin paper and then, like, one, maybe two sheets of the, like, a cardboard paper. And okay. what's neat about it, too, is that people with uh, trouble with fine motor skills, uh, small children are able to still cut paper without getting cut themselves. See, that's what I need. I need not, I need glue where I can't stick my fingers together. I need glue where I can't get burned, and I need a cutting agent that I won't, like, slice my finger open. Well, and that's what was neat about this new tool that they were showing, this Westcott tool they were showing, was to be able to have a tool like that where you're not going to be able to get cut and that people even that might have disabilities or limited motor skills within their hands can still be able to create uh, with this new cutting mouse. So it's called a cutting mouse? You know, I'm, it was just debuted at the show, and I'm trying to remember the exact, but it's by Westcott. Okay, I'm looking it up right now, the, the um, uh, a mouse cutting kit. Uh, no, that's a USB mouse. But no, no, here we go, freestyle mouse cutting kit in scrapbook, store and scrapbook, universal cutters and trimmers. Um yeah, idiot-proof. That's what we like. <laughs> well, that's, that's the ticket. Yeah, and that's what's so neat about it is, you know, uh, Westcott scissors, that they came up with something like this, and especially to think of people who um, may have had a stroke or an accident and that all of a sudden they can't really use what they used to. And this, or they're just a spaz like me. I mean, you don't have to have a disability not to be good with fine motor skill stuff. I mean, it's just the way some people are made. Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, I, I watch the people who make these uber intricate uh, seed bead designs, and you know, I'm like, with there's no way. I mean, they they make these big, almost like. Um, statues and like uh you know and they're all melded together by seed beads and i sit there and i'm like oh the patience and oh the motor skills that i just don't have <laughs> yeah that's what i would take a bowl fill it with glue dump the seeds in and then like smoosh it into something it'll go there that's art and no one will question me because i'll say that's art it's modern art right right <laughs> oh, yeah. very modern. nobody understands it anyway all right well suzanne thank you for being our guest today on motherhood talk radio as always you've been a delight and given us cool things to look up on the internet thank you for reporting on the twins trends thank you for reporting on the twins yes the trends for the craft <laughs> and hobby association we sure are proud of you with your books that are coming out uh check them out at michael's under the name suzanne Sladek wilson simply what is it simple beginnings simple beginnings beating you got it. All right, guys, we'll catch you next week.
Thanks for being with us today on Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck. Motherhood Talk Radio.